travelers to the Inn of Enchantment. Hmm? What say you, mighty paladin? That's you, Michael. Oh, uh, uh, well, I would like the finest of your <laughs> non-alcoholic cranberry juices, because you see, I am a paladin. I, like your I do not indulge voice. in the sinful alcohols of you normal folks. Yes, and what say you, wizard of dark magics? That's your Kill question. It. Okay. Uh, this time, the XP bar is, in, is a tavern in the Middle Ages. Hmm? Okay. You're, you're not feeling it? We can do something else. I don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling okay. it. What's the, what's, the, what's the catch here? The catch is that Bev doesn't exist yet. Hasn't been born, mm. so I'm in charge. Mm. I am the innkeeper. Grossman. Are we drinking mead? Yeah, well, no, Michael wanted cranberry juice or whatever, so that's what he'll be having. But you can have some mead okay. if you want. What is mead? Have you ever had mead before? Have you, Michael? Yeah, we have actually a mead maker out in my neck of the woods. <gasps> I very much enjoy it. What does it taste like? Uh, it tastes like really... Uh, depends on whether or not you go for the wine variant, or if you... the wine version, or the more of the, the soft drink beer version my friend mm, okay but the one i prefer I... is actually a cranberry mead it tastes a little <laughs> like a sour but with a little bit of that that honey thickness or that honey mm. honey uh sweetness to it smooth finish mm, not unsmooth oh, okay i was at a friend's once and then he was like hey i got this mead i don't like it try it and then i tried it and i'm like what the heck that crap is sweet yeah, it is. Is mead very sweet? Yeah, because it's made out of honey. It's fermented honey. Weird. That's not what you think when you see, like, bearded barbarians in the bar drinking their mead and munching on their mutton. No, I know, I know. But really, that's what we live in. I feel like we're attracting the wrong audience with this intro, you guys, but... Uh... <laughs> Those insightful so on a podcast <laughs> called XP Bar. Yeah. What is is it? Uh, is all mead alcoholic? Can I get my Milwaukee's best non-alcoholic <laughs> mead? Variant? I'm sure there's an NA mead somewhere. I'm actually pretty certain that they make non-alcoholic <laughs> mead. So, Jesus Almighty. Okay. Hey, it's been a while since we've had Christian on, and Christian has so many games to talk about. So, Michael, you and me, let's go first. Let's get us out of the way, huh? Okay, 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 okay. Do you want to go first, Tucker? I feel like we have some overlap here. Y yeah, I think so. I can go first. I just want to talk about Trials of Mana quick. I want to put out the public service announcement. Don't buy Trials of Mana. Michael, oh. I'm looking at you right now when I say oh. this. I see you oh. eyeing it in the shop window as the snow falls. And your mother says, Michael, it's time to go. And you take one parting look at Trials of Mana for the PlayStation 4. Don't I do opened it. my bag of allowance money, and there was not <laughs> My coin purse is full. Uh, but it's still not enough. <laughs> so, oh. is Trials of Mana a Trails game or a Tales game? <laughs> no. Trials of Cold Steel is what you're. Is, oh, where, is where we're going. Oh, oh, I don't. Oh, I don't like this conversation already. No. Oh. What it is is they took a Super Nintendo game. Right. 
Okay, you with as me? they do. Yeah, and they remade it in mm-hmm. Unreal Engine for your PlayStation or your Switch. Oh. Um, okay. But uh, this is not what you want. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to describe the level of production quality that we're working with here, but it mm. is low. Mm. Like three guys making a podcast on a weeknight kind of production quality? Pretty much, dude. Cool. When you, the, when you get the little mana sprite and he says, gosh, you guys, what are we going to do? And it's like, wh- who do? This is not a voice actor. When you oh, get the, we're, okay. Shawit, uh, the widow girl, and she replaces all her hours with W's and she slaps her bum bum and then she does her special attack. It's like, what? what is happening? Her special <laughs> move is called Whack-A-Boom. Uh, I'm sorry if that voice was offensive, but that's what the character sounds like. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. And I wasn't talking about Shawit when I said that. But uh, <laughs> it's just the plot is... Uh-oh. <laughs> what was that? It's like Sean showed up for a second. <laughs> the plot? The plot is where we bad in this game. Oh, no. Tell me about the plot, Tucker. The plot is that uh, there were eight mana stones. I don't know okay. what the plot is, to be honest. I'm okay. skipping every cutscene I see. I just, well, they it's... show up. They say, hi, I'm a cutscene. This is supposed Moving to be... Is, aren't the, isn't the mana series like a, a spinoff of... Final Fantasy to some degree. Mm. Saiken Densetsu or something. Is it? I think the first Saiken Densetsu came to the West, but they called it Final Fantasy Adventure or something like that. Okay. Huh. Wrong audience then, again, I feel. The second one came to the West, and then they called it Secret of Mana. And then mm. the third one never came to the West on Super Nintendo. And now they remade it in 2020 <laughs> as a 3D RPG, apparently. Uh, like, uh, is this like a top-down, turn-based kind of thing, Tucker? Or like an action RPG? Well, Michael, I'm glad you asked. Fire up your Super Nintendo and it's an action RPG from an isometric perspective. But on the PlayStation 4, it's a behind-the-back, action-oriented RPG game similar to Kingdom Hearts. Really? Really, except it sucks. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand how you level up your characters. I feel I am leveling up my characters, but I have not received a new move, and I am level 16. And I feel like okay. I should be getting something else to do except That's hit like square. Bar mitzvah hmm. age. What the hell? I know. That's why they raised me up on a chair, but they didn't give me any abilities when they did so, Michael. Am I off base huh. there? Uh, close enough. Okay. Close enough. Um, yes. Huh. What possessed you to play this? Because I always figured you'd be kind of JRPG averse. <laughs> I thought it would make good podcast content, and here we are. Did it work? <laughs> <laughs> Was uh, it worth the $50? It's did only you... 50 Yikes. Oh, my God. What did you buy this for? The PlayStation 4. Huh. Hmm. It strokes, looks like a PlayStation strokes, 3 strokes. game. Strokes chin, strokes chin, strokes um, chin. <laughs> it really just, uh, first of all, mm. it just immediately was like, why did you, like, they did they did another RPG remake recently, Tucker. What are you doing with your life? And I shook my head and I said, I don't know. And then, um, it's funny because Final Fantasy VII. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why did why did you buy this one and not that Somebody one? Somebody had to, Michael. We can't just all talk about the same game. I want to complain okay. about bad games once in a while. Okay, um, okay, fifty dollar bad games. <clears throat> okay, must be nice being born with a silver spoon. I bought Steel Battalions, Mister. So <laughs> this is a pittance as far as I'm okay. concerned. Uh, uh, okay. With the peripherals? With the peripherals, yes. yes. Christian, next time you're over, we should fire that up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I would just sit there and watch you do it. No, no, that no. That would be infinitely entertaining. Um, there is a quality to this game where when it shuts up, when Shawin is not going, we have to go fight the monsters, uh, there is a quality to it where I just like mash through the combat. Yeah. That's all right. It's satisfying in a way. Uh, it's like not a- challenging. Like Kingdom Hearts effect almost. It's almost exactly like Kingdom Hearts <laughs> if Kingdom Hearts was bad. But they do do this thing where... So it's like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, uh, the enemies have like a red area. Ooh. If you know what I'm saying. They uh, say, uh, say I'm a little rabbit. I'm one of the little mana series rabbits, right? The trademark mana rabbit. Funko Pop available now. And I'm just hopping around. And then I'm going to do like a scratch attack or something, right? There'll be like a little uh, arc in front of me on the ground of red. And it's like, don't step here. I'm going to be scratching. And then, Michael, if your jaw can even be picked up off the floor, as I describe. I'm looking for rabbit Funko Pop, so continue. Mm. (laughs) Roger Rabbit Funko Pop available now. Um,. What was I saying? If you can avoid these attacks successfully, uh, you get a bonus at the end of XP, which I like as a system. I think that's cool. It's like, you beat all the enemies in 10 seconds and you didn't take damage, so here's 15% extra XP off this battle. I like that. That's okay. These rabbits are so cute. (sighs) I've lost him. He's firing up (laughs) the PlayStation store as we speak. Yeah. Getting his credit card What I find so bizarre about this Trials of Mana remake is that they remade the game before it, Secret of Mana, in 2018, and it still maintained that same top-down, like, isometric-e viewpoint yeah. that it had on the Super Nintendo. Sure. But then they just blow all of that out of the water yeah. for this one? Yes. Do you think Final Fantasy VII is at fault for that? Like, Ooh. they glanced over their shoulder and they saw, oh, the, the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII team's making kingdom hearts but cool what do what do we what do we do <laughs> if i was on this team i would want to be distancing this product from final <laughs> fantasy 7 remake at any turn yeah because they are not comparable from what i've seen so okay. i don't know what to tell you this just feels like it should have been 20 dollars and would have been forgotten about immediately just like that previous one christian just mentioned <laughs> that i thought was a fever dream but i guess that did come out huh well, it just seems so. It seems weird to me that they would take this top-down ARPG or whatever and turn it into this third-person over-the-shoulder thing, and then launch that right around Final Fantasy VII remake launch period. Which, granted, yeah, hmm. I feel like it's kind of hard to plan around the Final Fantasy VII launch <laughs> yeah. period. Who knows how often that moves around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. It is. It just seems like an odd happenstance odd. for an odd time period. It's just chain of memories again, dude. 
Boat Wars oh. is where I'm at. Oh. Here, right? Right? It's like the same thing. I don't know. I don't uh, got that memorized. Ask me. I, I hate. Uh, I really am not a fan of the way they designed the women in this. Mm. I don't know how to phrase that better, but it's just like Chesty Magoo over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over. Shawit mm-hmm. is a young girl, but she's fully clothed. That's good. But everybody else just looks like. You know, Michael, you know when you watched freaking Netflix version of RPG? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, n- no. Nino Kuni, uh, something, something. Oh. Something. <laughs> and they go to the the strip bar all of a sudden for some reason. Oh. And it's like, this doesn't belong here. <laughs> oh. That's how I feel playing this game. I'm like, Mom, don't come in. I'm playing Trials of Mana remake on my PlayStation <laughs> 4 console. Lock the door. And then you're saying, I would like a cosplay of this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Looking up the cosplays now. Incognito window, Trials of Mana remake. Done. That's the most value you're going to get out of this game. Uh, Michael, what have you been playing? Uh, actually, not too much. Been the, the crazy times keep me busy. But, uh... Sure. I have been sparing quite a bit of time for a certain old-ish game where you punch things and then they get the wood that you use to make the house and you stand back and go, ah, and then like four hours have passed and I'm obviously talking about Minecraft. Minecraft? Minecraft. Story mode? Starring Patton Oswalt? No, 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 the dungeon crawler. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay, cool. You're in the open beta. Yeah, no. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I, I uh, because some people kind of agreed maybe that'd be kind of fun to have a server. Mm-hmm. I bought Minecraft for the PC and have been dabbling in this thing I haven't touched for five years. And you know what? Hmm. It's a very relaxing time sink. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, like, really emphasis on the time sink thing because <laughs> yeah. it feels like hours go by and you don't realize it. And, uh, video games. Video yep. games. But no, it's, that's been, I think, an enjoyable experience. I've really enjoyed kind of just dipping into that and just making things and watching these buildings that I make kind of come out of the ground as I do whatever i don't know that's something that i've always kind of enjoyed so to be able to kind of do that again has been a very very zen experience mm-hmm. can i make a complaint about minecraft oh there are <gasps> many to make okay but let's hear yours i this is great i would love to hear your minecraft complaints uh my chief minecraft complaint is do we need enemies mm-hmm. i'm always doing something and then all of a sudden it's just like doo, doo, yeah doo. And then I'm dead, and I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is or, what I wanted. Or, like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it'll be like, I'm out to try to punch this tree or something because I don't bother making axes, which is dumb. I should make axes. <laughs> and then you get a bunch of little, like, you get those little hit markers, and it's like, what the hell is happening? And the next thing you know, you're dead, and you realize the reason you're dead is because there's this little munchkin zombie that sprints around like a freaking mm. whatever, and you can't hit it ever and yeah yeah no because i i almost feel the same way which you can set up worlds that don't have yeah mobs on them and and i think 
there's an intention for it to be played that it where it can be played like that and they kind of want you to otherwise they wouldn't have all these like these galleries and stuff of oh i made the leaning tower of pisa oh i made the normandy beach landing or whatever right, right. um at the same time though i think there's people that do kind of enjoy the the mobbing the mob hunting and going through the actual the end game of yeah. yeah the actual progression where you know you go, you get the diamond to make the obsidian. I don't think you actually need to do anything with that. That never mind. But the other stuff where like you have to go to the end by killing all the going to the dungeons, finding the portal, mm -hmm. getting the pearls and stuff, or some other thing where you have to kill the ghost machine or whatever. <laughs> ghost machine. I think people do enjoy that. Okay. And like doing that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't necessarily get a whole lot out of that. I think it's kinda of cool that that's looming out there but i'd much yeah. rather just spend my time in this game making cool buildings and trying to build a little town or whatever it would be okay or it would be better if the combat wasn't like the worst combat i've ever played like i don't know you played uh ease uh <laughs> vanished omens right i would that is much better combat you just walk into things yeah, or this one you have to push a button and hope you hit your target exactly it's like morrowind or something it's like oh Oh, I think I'm hitting them. <laughs> Sucks. This game's like 40 years old. They haven't figured out how to swing a sword at a bad guy. I don't understand it. It's not charming anymore. Uh, it, it was charming when it started. It's like, oh, you know, it's not really about killing stuff, so <laughs> it's fine. Like, we're past that. This is a game. I guess. I, this would not be acceptable in any other game, this combat. Oh, this combat, no, but I also, I don't... I don't... Again, I don't know how much of the appeal is specifically the combat. I feel like that's a yeah. weird cop out though when there are they do build an end game about an end game where you you essentially go bossing. You build your sword, sword. Well, yeah, you go with a diamond sword. <laughs> you sure can. What's your next uh uh construction project there, Michael? What are you mm. what are you thinking? Uh depends on the world there. In our uh, our shared XP bar little server, that's our yeah. private little server. I think no I'm gonna build a manor house at the Michael Ranch. Ooh. But Ooh. Uh, and then I've got my own world that I play with my girlfriend, and we're probably going to build. I don't know. I'm building a bunch. Of, she's building a treehouse, and I'm trying to build a bunch Aww. of other little town stuff around it. Oh, and it's fun. It's like it's nice to look back on, and it, you can kind of track your. It yeah. feels like there's a there's a progression in some way just by kind of seeing that stuff yeah. take shape. Somebody will write the history of the server someday. Uh, <laughs> I'm already uh, writing it in my mind. Christian. Yeah. What's running a server like? Uh, you just leave a console dialog window open all the time Weird. and then make sure you don't close it and you're good. Does it say like Tucker died? Uh, it all it tells me is whether or not you guys connect or disconnect. So oh, I've got okay. a little log. I could be like, "Oh, Tucker played for two and a half <laughs> That's hours." That's creepy. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Tucker's up at three in the morning playing Minecraft. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, Michael logged in at one a.m. <laughs> Call the number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I just wanted to see your castle, Tucker, but then oh. there was a toll road, and then I died. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I was depressed because Christian, I knew you were just using Minecraft as a way to pass time until Gears came out. So, oh, <laughs> I'm back, Christian. I'm still building I, my highway. I have. I think almost every day I've gone back. I leave a couple signs, you know, my little Aww. touch point for you guys, and then I go back to the mines. <laughs> I like those signs a lot. That's a nice 
thing to mm. have in your persistent online yeah thing yeah i don't know minecraft's cool yeah <laughs> i enjoy it uh yeah hmm like it's not good uh, I, <laughs> it's like it, a cool thing i think yeah i i guess depending on how you want to what you want to call good i like it i think it's got this cool style to it that also maybe kind of sucks from some kind of objective view maybe <laughs> but i just, like it it's got a charm it's like they built this game you know 10 years ago where it's like you can kind of build stuff and i built this in java isn't that crazy and then they kept updating and updating and updating but the update would be like we added bees and it's like that's <laughs> great but i'm trying to make like a path and it doesn't work because this game's busted and they're like no bees bees you can find a villager mm. yes great i don't know <laughs> like if you if you're standing on something in the air and you're trying to put like the next block down mm-hmm. it's busted <laughs> you could have a button that just says put this in front of me at foot level but there you have to like inch your way off the ledge and then like look mm-hmm. at it and it's oh yeah 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 in oh, this I game about you. building things like you would think, you would think be... the goal do you think the, the game is about building things what is the goal of minecraft mm. to craft a mine thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> to defeat the ender dragon oh yeah and then get to the ender village i'm showering and i defeated the ender dragon <laughs> oh this is gonna be an xp bar for the history books um i'm a little i'm a little it's been a long day Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. We're all yeah, punchy. Yeah. It's fine. Ooh, ooh, ooh punchy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than Minecraft, I haven't really been doing much. I kind of petered out on uh, on Animal Crossing a bit. It happens. Mm. It's just one of those things that kind of went by the wayside as life went on. And you were into what it, happens though. every day you spend away. Uh-oh. The weeds grow, and then I'll <laughs> log back in, and someone will be like, "We haven't seen you in a while." Uh, Michael. Uh. We're personifications of your guilt over not playing this game. Oh, Come no. back. No. <laughs> We're gonna get no. you. Oh, I thought I went to therapy for this last time. No, I'm a hippo <laughs> and I represent guilt. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so that sounds pretty good. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, not much else to really report on that front. Hmm. I went back to Monster Hunter a bit too, and I still enjoy <gasps> that, so... Oh, I pictured Monster Rancher for a second. I was like, "What? That's a- oh." Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I forget how you play Monster Rancher. What do you put in? You put in like a CD or you something? put in your now. That's what I call music for CD, and it makes it a real a gorilla, an gorilla. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> and you say, "This is the best game I ever played," and then you take it back to Family Video. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Michael. I can see it left a really good impression on you as a child there, Tucker. <laughs> There's like a guy with an eyeball, and he says, wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my oh. only experience with Monster Rancher is the anime, so I got, I got nothing. Oh, my God. I know. You're uh, you're a uh, uh, lawful evil. Yeah. <laughs> paladin. <laughs> uh. yeah. Um, Dark paladin. You don't have to play Ease ever again. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's got to feel mm-hmm. good. That's not a great game. No. I like it. Yeah. As an idea. Yeah. I get what they're going for. As a history piece, as a little yeah. artifact. Yeah. 
Like, I don't regret having played it, but I don't need to go back to it ever. Absolutely. It's not okay. fun. <laughs> no, it's not. That's fair. <laughs> That's a good call. This is not fun. What, uh... What's I'm the like, last game you played where you're like, this is fun? Where you would just be like, this is pure just fun. Minecraft? Uh, Minecraft is fun? I don't know if I'm having fun I in Minecraft. I am playing Minecraft. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I don't know. I guess, yeah, that. Other than otherwise, Yakuza. I have a lot of fun with okay. Yakuza. Okay. Which I can play again now that I'm no longer contractually obligated to play these <laughs> games. Vanished Omens. Sure. Sure. Which, uh, okay. I don't know. Can we talk about that quick? I feel like yes. it's, it's so <laughs> weird because it feels like there's no actual gameplay. The... Like, what, you do, what do you do? You walk into people. <laughs> Like okay. the entire game is just moving something somewhere in the D-pad and then walking into a house and scrolling to one of, like, three dialogue options. True. True. Here, okay. If we had done the socket, right, mm-hmm. here's what I was going to say, is all it is doing is boiling down JRPGs to their bare essence to make you realize ah. how terrible JRPGs are. No. <laughs> no. Okay, but bear with me here, okay? Okay? okay. Uh, you take a JRPG, right? Yeah, yeah. And 90% of the time, what you're going to do is you're going to walk around and it's going to go, and then the battle music's going to start, and you're just going to hit X over and over and over to hit attack, and it's just going to attack the enemy until it's dead. And all Ease is doing mm-hmm. is taking that off the table, and it's just saying, no, we're skipping that, it's happening in your mind, and all you're doing is running into people and they're dying. And then you realize that... If that's what you need out of these games, Michael and Christian, is to press X on attack over and over, if that's the thing that's missing that's making this fun, then you've, you've, you're not a human being anymore. Well, no, because typically you're not just pressing X in a JRPG. It sounds like you need to get good, Michael. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank Level you. Up your May I have another? <laughs> no. Thank you, sir. <laughs> One more, please. <laughs> uh, I, I I can see your point, Michael. I can see your point, but uh, uh, it's fine not having to do that. And I don't know. I feel like other RPG RPGs kind of sell their universes better. Oh, totally. I mean, this is like <laughs> this is like this is like <laughs> you getting together with your friends for a quick Dungeons and Dragons crawl. Ooh, but with no actual like dice rolling. <laughs> yeah, or charm or ideas. Yeah. Go to the mines of darkness and defeat the monster within. Go to the palace and climb to the top and defeat the monster within. <laughs> to get one of six books. Oh. Uh, uh, it's crazy how much of a grind that, like, it's like a strategy guide game. Like, it's craziness. Yeah. I was not expecting that either. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That That kind of caught me off guard. There's like... Where it's like, oh, I'm spending hours <laughs> here trying to get this level level meter up, right? And at the end, towards the end, it gets a little better because they start getting a little more generous with the higher level monsters. But at like yeah. the beginning, when you're grinding, like it takes forever to get to where the strategy guides are saying you should be before you move on. <laughs> yeah, but there's only like ten levels, so once you get to the max level, it's like I'm halfway <laughs> through the game. Guess I'll never fight anything <laughs> ever again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. It, it's crazy. My last ease thought I'll ever have 
uh it's just crazy how small world it is in this jrpg it's like there's a oh, town yeah. and a field and a mountain in another town and in a smaller town if you want yeah you could call it that it's, it's like crazy. four houses yeah there's a uh, some of them are not accessible <laughs> yeah 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 it's crazy it looks like a GeoCities kind of thing. Ooh. I kind of like the know. way it looks. TBH. Fam. Uh, that my said, game. I do yeah. have this Ease game on my hard drive. This older, not this older Ease game, this this more recent one. And oh. I thought about getting into it. I picked it up in a Steam mm-hmm. sale way back when and thought, hey, this looks like a neat, colorful JRPG people are swinging swords and there's like the orange fire trail going after it and it's like ooh colorful fire trail of cold steel fire trials of cold steel thanks for the episode name uh <laughs> do you know what you use that is uh origins <laughs> oh is that just this again no 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 okay it's like set 500 years in the future or in the past or I was gonna say that's a weird origin <laughs> Yeah. Assassin's it's Creed a pre sequel, really. Yes. Uh, Michael, have you. Uh, Christian is standing outside his buffet wearing an apron and smiling <laughs> and saying, Come, come in. Uh, he's not saying that. He's saying, Welcome to my restaurant. Would you like to eat anything? Do you have anything else to say before we get there? Uh, not really, I guess. No. Okay. okay. I don't want to cut you off. It's just I know Christian's going to be shoving our mouths full of food here in just a second. It's true. It's true. My palate isn't even wetted yet. Um, I guess. I don't know. Is do we do we need to talk about any newsier stuff with games? Do we want to talk about that reveal today? (laughs) (sighs) Are you talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Yeah, I figured we were going there if we were talking about mead. Oh, I, I wasn't actually thinking about that at all, but I appreciate it. Hey, I like How to Train Your Dragon. I like How to Train Your Dragon 2. Not a big fan of 3. Sell me on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ah, uh, well, you see, sir. <clears throat> me? Yes, you. Have you me? ever played Age of Empires 2? And then you do the campaign mm-hmm. where you're William the Conqueror and you're conquering mm-hmm. England... But, like, halfway through this, there's also a stray attack on the English from the Vikings. And you're like, man, I want to see what's going on there. And then you go, and then, then we flash forward, like, 20 years into the future. Origins. And, and now, and now, and now we're, like, what, 12 games into this other completely unrelated series? <laughs> I you go back in time into, already. like, the history world. <laughs> okay. Like, you're going back in time into, like, the, the history of the world. Whoa. And you're, like, this this crazy assassin guild or whatever oh, okay from and the plot in, again. In, yeah yeah i don't i don't remember the plot to the assassin's creed really it seemed kind of absurd and up its own butt but absurd <laughs> absurdo um uh yes i don't know i haven't played assassin's creed in a while i kind of like this this setting it it somehow swayed me on the setting and i kind of want to deep dig a little deeper into this and it looks kind of like a fun way to restart I've been kind of weighing getting back into the series again now that we're several entries removed from what felt like the dark period or the dark ages or whatever. They haven't done that one yet. What's that? Nothing. Hi. Um, (laughs) 
and I don't know. It just seems like between the setting and like this weird, like this interest to that I have to get back into the series, it feels like a good moment to have a little bit of excitement for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Christian thoughts? What does the wizard have to say? I'm pretty excited for it. I wasn't very excited at all for Odyssey when that was coming because I just came off of, uh, you know, 100% platinum playthrough of uh, uh, Origins at the time. Oof. So I was like, you know, I don't need that. But again, so I waited on it a little bit until about like half a year after Odyssey came out. And then I jumped on it, enjoyed it quite a bit, pleasantly surprised, enjoyed it more overall, I'd say, than I enjoyed Origins. And so that being the case, I'm all aboard for whatever Assassin's Creed thing they fart out next. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what uh, I guess so we're we're at this point the series is kind of way different now, right? Mm-hmm. What's what's it like now? What's I guess coming in off of off of Origins and Odyssey? What what's changed? It's like an RPG now, where you got a level number and then you got gear and then you assassinate more people, but it doesn't always kill them in one shot. Mm-hmm. It just does a bunch of damage. You see. And so if they're very high level, you might only take away a chunk of health and then you initiate the fight. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, send yeah. your eagle after a few things. You know, you collect resources to upgrade your ship so that you can blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you go about your business murdering everyone across the, you know, Greek and or Egyptian countrysides. Is this more, does it still have more of like that, I don't, that that stealthish kind of thing to it where mm-hmm. you're you're like lone wolfing and mm-hmm. trying to slowly pick off people in a crowd or is this more of uh, like a mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. rpg jump in kill everything and run away it's kind, kind of, of what game. you want to make it uh it's kind okay. of like every other open world game now where okay. you can kind of stealth it mm-hmm. if you want to or else you can just run in and smack everything with a big heavy bludgeon okay if you want to so What's it's like the... every other open world game. Yeah. Okay. What's the narrative here now? What's the? Oh Jesus! I, I'm I'm curious because I feel like there was. I don't know. The last time I played this game, you were like a video game developer, and it was like this first person <laughs> nonsense, and it didn't feel like anything you did mattered, even though you're in the fourth entry of this game series or whatever, and it just seemed like a waste of time. And that it'd be much better just to jump back in and do the actual Assassin's Creed game. Hmm. Is is what? It, where are we now? Uh, now you're a lady who is uh, <laughs> operating yeah. outside of Abstergo's kind of jurisdiction. So she was able to smuggle out an Animus machine, and she's basically jacking in in order mm-hmm. to experience the lives of these, these ancestors. And she thinks she's onto something, but Abstergo isn't happy about it. Mm-hmm. And so you got to hurry up and jack in and find out what there is to find out in the past before Abstergo catches up with you. <laughs> okay. I'm sold. Uh, there were some Assassin's Creed revelations that happened in Odyssey that were kind Ooh. of crazy. Yeah, there absolutely were. Uh did we? I feel like we talked about those during some. I think we probably did. Yeah, uh, things got wild. They, I mean, we're basically acknowledging now that magic is real, right? Like, yes, yeah, yes. this is like even outside the animus, magic is real. Everything is <laughs> yep. forbidden. Uh, yes, yeah, it's crazy. Yes, uh, I could go either way on that stuff. I guess I don't know. Is it still mm-hmm. like 
space alien foreign race garbage or is it like hmm. a little bit after that three, was... it seems like they kind of got away from that okay because that was the whole premise right like there are these god characters but they're like left over from some ancient civilization that of high-tech aliens or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. this game series is craziness yeah yeah i don't yeah. know yeah no not the end of three, they were like destroying the world or something was there a meteor that was going to hit or something? Yeah, sure. and that's why you woke up the god lady, and she stopped the meteor. But... Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Two was pretty cool, you guys. Let's be honest. Ooh. Let's be real with ourselves, okay? Did you guys ever like the the real the quote unquote real world stuff in those games? Like the Desmond stuff. This this actual like Abstergo plot no okay. uh, it felt like it was going somewhere and then they just never got there and then mm-hmm. i was like oops now yeah, you're growing up we it. would we would always like fantasize at the lunchroom table about Ooh. you know the theoretical modern day yeah. assassin's creed game you know yeah. like a, what was it assassin's creed 2 kind of planted that seed where you're actually doing like modern day sleuthing around yeah yeah and, yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. kill people in the real world, and then <laughs> once they get to Revelations, it's just weird first-person puzzle block slapping solving <laughs> no. thing, which is bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, in in uh, middle school or elementary school, we'd be like, "Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so cool if you were like an assassin jumping around on modern-day skyscrapers and falling down and assassinating people with assault rifles?" Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> thank- that would be very cool. Thank you for bringing this up, Christian. Explain to me how. <laughs> That sounded weird. Explain to me how, <laughs> 10 years later, 15 years later, 40 games later, now they're like, yo, you're a Viking, and you guys are like, oh my god, <laughs> yes! Yeah. This is the freaking coolest idea! Um, <laughs> I don't know, because I like the history side of it. I always That was the part that I actually really liked about this series, is when it gets all way into a very specific time period but there's so many time periods man (laughs) i know it's perfect so much to choose from there's not it's (laughs) like do you like ancient greece or ancient vikings or well you see the ancient vikings aren't really ancient tucker (sighs) vikings were raiding the english shoreline i thought egypt was an awesome idea for an assassin's creed game yeah I thought Greece was pretty cool. Ancient Greece. Yeah, I think Vikings is pretty cool too. No, yeah, it is. I think it could be. Like, it depends. What's your opinion? I guess I don't know if we're running on the same understanding of what Vikings were. Like Asterix and Obelisk. Oh wow! Oh no! That is a pull. Wow. Okay. I will have you know, Tucker. They were Gaelic. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They were Gaelic. That's France. I'm sorry. I take it all back. I'm more excited about this game now because it's not going to be <laughs> as was. Cool. Uh, I just feel oh, like it's going to be what you expect, and then three quarters of the way through, they're going to be like, magic is real, and then it's going to be like God of War ripoff or something where you talk to the tree or something. And it's mm, like, oh, okay. God, yeah, probably. Mm. I don't know because I just kind of like the whole... I, I like the actual like historic setting, and I'm kind of hoping they don't stray too far from that, even though there's enough material to work with. 
Yeah. <laughs> to get into that mythological mythological side. I mean, we're talking yeah. the third age of mythology civilization here, Tucker. We already got the ancient Egyptians and the ancient <laughs> Greeks. Now we're just on. It doesn't have to be Nordic. ancient. It could be any time <laughs> in human history. Yeah, it could. And I don't. Well, for starters, this is an ancient history, Tucker. Mm-hmm. I'm right at the shorelines of England, circa. But, 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 but I don't know. Normans invaded in 1066. So it was about that time, before that time. But, but you, uh, yeah, okay. But I don't. I guess if if the argument here is you would rather have something more interesting, I won't because I don't think it's uninteresting. Mm-hmm. I think Viking culture is a very interesting <laughs> historical context to mine. I Viking saw... <laughs> civilization was more developed than people tend to think. I don't like this character at all. Get him <laughs> out of here. But uh... like I don't know. Like I I think it's an interesting if if the conversation is it'd be cooler to have like russian revolution game or whatever yes i'm here for that but they already made that game and it's a side scroller for some reason (laughs) i saw someone comment on the internet which is a web destination that you can access (laughs) on your phone uh (laughs) they uh said prohibition era chicago and i was like yes yes that's even hinted at in like that whatever that start screen from unity or whatever that christian shared with us there's like a jazz age guy there into it dude that'd be cool no i agree it'd be cool but i also think viking could be cool okay okay i'm i i understand we don't know what it is yet (laughs) because they did 18 hours of promotional video that didn't actually (laughs) tell you anything about the video game that's weird yeah that's such a weird (laughs) launch that's such a weird like announcement to just Nothing. to follow it up with cinematic trailer of Vikings stabbing dudes <laughs> is just like what? like I knew what that trailer was before I watched it. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. Kristen, did you watch the whole? Uh, were you? Did you have the stream <laughs> open the whole time, or are you just yeah, kind of checking yeah, in I periodically? Yeah. Or I wasn't actively watching it the whole okay. time, but I had it open. Huh? Do you think it was actually live? Hmm. I don't know. It's difficult. I think I saw some. Uh... Uh, interview stuff from mm-hmm. guy who did the thing and he was like uh, <laughs> talking about how it was a massive undertaking apparently mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised like he had to plan everything out apparently in advance because he yeah. was like dragging and dropping assets all the time yeah. and like he clearly had to have things lined up quite a bit if not just have it pre-recorded because I mean that sucker was like seven Uh-oh. and a half eight hours long yeah that's yeah. terrifying but yeah and I couldn't do that in one sitting yeah, it kind of took some of the magic away, or like it kind of peeked behind the curtains on that whole process in a way that I wasn't super yeah. excited about. Where it's like, well, me and my stupid brain uh, was just like, oh, they paint these pictures. And it's like, well, they sort of paint these pictures. Yeah. They drop in like placeholder CG mm-hmm. man in the background. Yeah. <laughs> paint over them. I don't and it know. looks nasty until they put hair on and then yeah. blur the screen a bunch, and then you're yeah. good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't particularly impressed with that painting at the end of the process. <laughs> it's better than I could do. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Michael, newsman on the street, Paladin. Anything else you want to tackle before the buffet? I can smell it. I can smell the garlic from here. No, you're good. You're good. Ooh. You're good. Go, go eat some garlic. Let's go find some garlic. Christian, what's the garlic today? Well, today... 
at the buffet. It's like uh, the local cheap Chinese buffet. We got a lot of Chinese buffets around these parts. Nice. Where mm. it's quantity over quality. <laughs> That's right. That's what you want from a buffet. Obviously. Exactly. You want to be full, but you want to feel absolutely disgusted about yourself afterwards. Sidebar here, real quick. Sorry, Christian. No, by all means. Pizza Ranch. You guys been to Pizza Ranch? We, uh, Absolutely. Are we a Pizza Ranch family? I've never been to a Pizza Ranch. How much like a Ponderosa is it? Ooh. Christian might have to speak to that. I don't know. I don't know what a Ponderosa is. Hmm. Oh, my age is showing. Uh-oh. <clears throat> my age is showing. <laughs> my age is... I don't know. I my nothing. age is showing. It's like like a buffet, but everything's all... Grease. Home timey Americana food. Oh. But not oh, really. Mama. But it's like, here, come have your like roast beef and meatloaf mm. and your uh, potatoes and your uh, and as a kid I always got the pudding in the jello. Because of course oh, I did. And the pizzas and the chickens. Jello. The pizzas and the chickens. Uh okay. I just wanted to know if you guys knew. It's like family restaurant fair kind of stuff, the buffet form. Mm. Never very good, but my family liked it. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Can you, in your mind, picture what Pizza Ranch looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, have yeah, you yeah. ever... It's like a... The saddest place on earth. <laughs> well, like, I imagine like a Chuck E. Cheese. But no... no, no Very Texas stuff. Americana. Ooh. Yeah, with no, Is it like, like uh... fun. Okay. Just yeah, people eating some... pizza out of a trough. Very... Yeah, <laughs> fried chicken, mashed potatoes. <laughs> they brought another pizza, and then there's a mad scramble yeah. to get to the buffet. Ugh. Yep. Oof. Yep. Okay. Sorry, Christian. What games have you been playing? No, we're at one of those. So we've okay. got some rare replay stuff that I played since last Ooh. cast, including Digger T-Rock, RC Pro-M 1 and 2, Cobra Triangle, Killer Instinct, Battletoads, Battletoads <laughs> Arcade, Blast Core, and Banjo-Kazooie. Ooh. I played through some Game Boy stuff, including Kirby's Dreamland, Kirby's Adventure, which is actually an NES game, but that's a second uh, mainline Kirby game. Kirby's Dreamland 2, Super Mario Land 1 and 2. <laughs> And I caught up on the Gears franchise since we last convened by playing through the campaigns in Gears of War 1, 2, 3, Judgment 4, and 5. I've also been playing through Gears Pop for some reason. Don't ask <laughs> why. And I'm a little over halfway through Gears Tactics, which was recently released. But that's not all. I also played a little bit of catch-up with the Yakuza <laughs> franchise after a year and a half off by playing through Yakuza Kiwami. I also revisited Modern Warfare 2 by playing through the Modern Warfare 2 remaster twice and getting its platinum trophy for old time's sake. My second Modern Warfare 2 platinum. And then I took advantage, took advantage of the free two months of Stadia Pro available now by playing through Google Stadia's sole exclusive, Guilt. Developed by Tequila Works, the same critically acclaimed developers behind the socketed Rhyme. And then, Ooh. other than that, you've got the nasty dessert pizza off to the side, which is Ooh. the fact that I played through the recently released Final Fantasy VII remake one and a half times thus far. So, which would you guys like to hear more about? This is like two buffets. <laughs> this is a buffet. Dare I buffets. say, even a third buffet. Ooh. Uh... Well, I think we all want to hear about Cobra Triangle. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I can I can I plug in here quick and ask what you thought of Kirby's Dreamland? Kirby's Dreamland loved it, loved it way Aww. more than I anticipated. Aww. Yes, yeah. which was nice. I think you... go ahead, Michael. Because I think you said you'd played it, and then I immediately tried playing it, and it was delightful. Yeah, just like a quick, easy game. I don't know, not easy, totally. but like a quick, fun game. Yeah, 
I played it immediately after Super Mario Land One, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this is this is I guess the experience I should be expecting from a Game Boy game, which is like it it's not exactly Mario, but they found a way to make a Mario esque thing work <laughs> on a Game Boy, and for that they get a thumbs up. Hell yeah. And then I play Kirby's Dreamland. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a legitimate video game that could have existed on a console. And it was a phenomenal time. And I had never played a Kirby game up until that point because, you know, it's always stigmatized as the easy baby stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, Kirby's Dreamland isn't, you know, ridiculously difficult, but it's no slouch either. It's a no. pretty fun little romp. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Black and white, baby. Uh, what did you think of Banjo-Kazooie? Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, I came out uh, pretty pretty pleased. Okay. I wasn't over the moon about it. You know, yeah. I'm a Donkey Kong 64 kid. Oh. And so I kind of got to witness... <laughs> rare before they got driven into the grave you know <laughs> does the government like that's send the you before oh yeah so played banjo kazooie to 100 percent completion which was nice because that was like a two three day thing yeah instead of you know the freaking months that supposedly banjo tui and donkey kong 64 are right <laughs> so having it be a far more concise and focused thing was very pleasant but it's it's also interesting playing a 3D platformer that that that's that early something that sets that many trends. Yeah. yeah. Because like if I had if this was my first rare game, if this was my first 3D platformer, I would have probably enjoyed it a lot more, but I just kind of see through some of the stuff like okay, we've got <laughs> right. the we got the haunted mansion level, you got to have that. We've got the pirate level, you got to have that. You know, you see the archetypes already popping out at you. And the little the little hub area thing is interesting though. I think that's an interesting idea that uh you didn't see all that often, but then you've got this whole open like world in Donkey Kong sixty four. So I don't know, I just feel like there's somewhere in between, you know, Donkey Kong sixty four and Banjo kazooie where you got something really good, and I think theoretically yeah. that would be ukulele, but I don't mm. like ukulele. Maybe it's Conquer. Maybe it's <gasps> Gex Three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah. like you're describing Gex Three, but it also doesn't feel like the good place. So, hmm. the levels in Banjo are so much better than the levels in Gex. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. I'm kind of with you on this, Mike. Ah. Well, yeah, I, I said conceptually, not actually. Yeah, yeah, practice, yeah, yeah. The dream is there. Yeah, the dream is there. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you prefer the castle in Mario 64 or the hub world in Banjo-Kazooie? For me, that's that's a little easy. It's, uh, it's Super Mario 64. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I did grow up with Super Mario 64, so... I li- yeah, that, that probably helps. I like the 64... Well, they're both 64. Mario 64... <laughs> Uh, yes. has secrets in the hub world, but it doesn't yeah. like, call them out the oh, way yeah, Banjo yeah. kind of does. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, you can go through this window. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Or like, hey, there's this little painting on the wall that's not like the others. Ooh. And then boom, a whole set of levels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I would, 
I would like to hear about the Final Fantasy VII remake, if at all possible, Christian. Sure. Played through it one and a half times thus far. Uh, played through it once on normal difficulty to get the base experience. And normal difficulty is also the highest difficulty you can play on a first playthrough because hard is locked away for a second playthrough. Ooh. Why do they so, do that? I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. They did it. They clearly did it this time around to pad the playtime, give the game a post game <laughs> because the post game yeah. wouldn't exist if there that's, wasn't the hard difficulty. That's a little cynical, but uh, okay. I well, that's, I you know, that's, that's what it is. You know, okay. I 100%ed right. Final Fantasy VII in a single playthrough because there's like 12 side quests and then you do them yeah. all and then you get to the end and then you fight the final bosses and then you're good yeah but then you can play hard mode and that's where mm. you can fight the super final hard really tough stuff <laughs> whereas in regular old final fantasy 7 that was stuff that was just integrated into the regular playthrough that wasn't oh, okay. you know locked away to a new game plus you could fight ultima weapon you could get right. the awesome stuff you could Are get already the really good material ultima weapons at you in this no okay i don't believe so Okay. But that's also kind of unfortunate because mm. this is, you know, the first act of the original Final Fantasy VII. And so mm. there's definitely that feeling of not enough butter spread over too much bread yeah. because this is all Midgar. And they did that, I guess, because, you know, making a modern video game, obviously much more difficult than making a game in whenever Final Fantasy VII came out, 1997 or whatever. So clearly much harder. You clearly have to spend a lot more time on assets. And the problem with that is that when a skybox looks like a JPEG, I'm going to notice it a lot more. <laughs> this, because... is not, this is an oldie, but a goodie. Okay. Yeah, there's like <laughs> yeah. four skyboxes that I am almost positive <laughs> that some of the like matte painting backgrounds in Final Fantasy VII look better wow. than the backgrounds in this Final Fantasy VII remake. Beautiful. Unacceptable. Terrible. <laughs> acceptable <laughs> okay okay loading but, times yeah bad problem okay you run into things people are popping up in front of you you know like immediately in front of you like i'll walk up to a shopkeeper and i'll know he's there because his icon's on the map but oh, i'll have to okay. sit there and wait for 10 seconds because his character model didn't load in yet and then his oh. character model loads in and then i press the talk button and then we just stand there in awkward silence while we face each other while the dialogue loads up while they get that Yeesh. dialogue ready in the hard drive you know ouch Ugh, ridiculous a, i mean you're... if there's any if there's any <laughs> yeah. argument for the super fast super speedy mark cerny ssd in the playstation right. 5 this video game would probably be it okay. but hmm. i mean this video game did not release while the playstation 5 is available and so we're stuck with it but uh that kind of sucks though i mean yeah. there you don't need that to make a game yeah like so. we we don't need it to, i don't know i haven't played this but i can't imagine this game was impossible on this hardware and oh yeah yeah um, final fantasy 15 runs you know and is far more technically competent yeah. running on the same exact hardware hmm. and running in the unreal engine as well and yeah. that game does not take place in a series of hallways. It takes place <laughs> in this giant open area. And they figured it out. Yeah. yeah. But I guess, you know, Tetsuya Nomura was like, yeah, forget it, guys. We'll just <laughs> call it good. We'll patch it. That looks pretty good, though, this game. Yeah, it does. But 
the character models are what look really good and i think okay. everything else okay like use the assets take forever to load in you'll go and walk into your apartment on this door that looks like it's two pixels oh <laughs> next to this character model that's ridiculously detailed <laughs> yeah and it's it's frustrating man like yeah. i played gears of war 4 on my pc and it looked infinitely better than wow. Okay. The majority of Final Fantasy VII, because all of it looked good. All of the assets were rendered, and they were all not that muddy, gross, disgusting thing with just very pretty character models that only make it worse because they juxtapose so harshly yeah. against the two pixel backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Frustrating. Yeah. yeah, and you're on a pro for yes, the people. Yes, I'm on a pro. Yeah, so this yeah. is the best possible experience you can get. I'm running at 1080p, <clears throat> so not at the full fat 4K. Yeah. Not at the upscaled 4K, so yeah. there's no excuse. Hmm. You know, there's performance headroom that they are leaving on the table on my <laughs> PS4 Pro. But here we are. Okay. But how's your sword swinging? So, yeah, the gameplay, huh? That combat, yeah. it is borderline genius. I think the combat okay. is just fantastic. It's a really, really smart system hmm. that uh, I didn't quite get a grasp on until I got a little further in, and I didn't really appreciate until about halfway through the video game. So when I played the demo, the demo is just like the first section, that Midgar section, that is also the first section of the original game. Okay. And uh, uh, when I first played that demo, I was like, mm, this is weird, because I would try and play it like Kingdom Hearts, because yeah. it's an action RPG, you find dudes, you lock onto them, and then you press the attack button and you'll do an attack, right? And it's like two quick attacks and then one big finisher, just like Kingdom Hearts, you know? So I was like, okay, I understand that. They give you a dodge button, and so I'm trying to dodge roll out of attacks, way out of, out of the way of attacks, but I'm still getting damaged. There, <laughs> there are no iframes with mm. the rolls the way there is in Kingdom Hearts. And so I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this is weird. You can also block. And I was like, okay, it's blocking the meta but you still get damaged while you block. Hmm. So kind of what the, what the game ends up being is a lot less like kingdom hearts and a lot more like a fascinating synthesis of both, uh, you know, turn-based and then the actual action combat system. Okay. So it's, it's a little bit like final fantasy 13 in that regard huh? where you've got what? the bars huh? that are filling up. Right, but you can actually press buttons to attack people in between that time. Okay. So you're doing regular attacks while you're waiting for your limit bar or whatever. It's not the limit bar. Your ATB gauge. Right, active up. time battle, of course. Yeah. Okay. And when it fills up, you can perform an action. You can cast a spell. You can do a special ability to fill a stagger gauge because this is Final Fantasy Thirteen. You fill the stagger well, gauge, well, and then yes, all of a sudden everything yes. does more damage. Yes. And so you just wail away. So a lot of sometimes you'll want to focus on getting that stagger meter up. Sometimes you want to focus on exploiting an enemy's weakness with some ma elemental magic. So you kind of got to be on your toes, and there are also multiple. All the all the party members are playable except for Red Thirteen. So, oh, um, you can oh. swap between Tifa, Barrett on the fly, and that is a very overwhelming initially. It's like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to play as Barrett? Do you want me yeah. to play as Cloud? What am I supposed to do? But kind of as you get into it, you learn that you're just supposed to kind of set them and forget them, not really worry about them all that much. Maybe you'll switch to one every now and then. Uh, they do a really good job. The AI does a very great job at blocking all the time, so they mm. are not taking too much damage, even when you're playing on hard difficulty. They'll do a really good job of deflecting a lot of that damage. So, 
feel free to switch to him at any time and take advantage of some of their abilities that they've got. You know, slap some heals on Tifa. She could be your healer or Aerith. should give her some elemental magic so that she could be your caster in the background. Or maybe slap a elemental materia on your Barret there so that he can start doing some elemental damage from afar. Mm. There's a lot of possibilities and malleability in this system that's basically a synthesis of turn-based and action uh-huh. RPG combat. Uh-huh. I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, Hmm. So it's like Trials of Mana remake. Mm. Like Trials of Mana remake? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, How's the music? Very good. I do like the music a lot. Uh, I did play Final Fantasy VII as a youngin, so I've got some nostalgia soft Mm -hmm. spots for Mm -hmm. that music. Mm -hmm. Uh, this this soundtrack is very orchestral, not so much that digital sounding. I think Tucker, we've had this conversation before, mm. where you go back to like Super Mario Sunshine, and it's like, okay, yep. I can almost see them pushing <laughs> the digital keyboard the key, yes, yeah. to make the bop noise here, right. and bop, that's bop. yeah. And yeah. we, I guess, video games at large have just kind of moved away from that, and Final Fantasy VII remake follows suit, and I think they do a mm. phenomenal phenomenal job of reimagining some of those tracks but Mm. some of the music is a little tone deaf i Mm. think there might be a few new tracks i'm not 100 sure on that they could just be recycled tracks but there's some weird tone deafness to some of the music Mm. like there'll be like this nice triumphant moment and they'll be playing like this sad music in the background Mm. or Mm. there'll be this moment where you're parachuting down from the uh, plate above over the city it's supposed to be kind of like this mystical moment but they're playing like this upbeat, like did it, did it, did it, did it, and it's like, okay, yeah, that moment yeah, yeah, was yeah. done. We just got right. done with that moment. Play some music <laughs> that fits this, please. While I listen to Badger from the Breaking Bad, tell me how his butt hurts. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you, Christian. <laughs> yeah, uh, the writing in the original is kind of interesting, mm. right? It's it kind of hard to go back to for the yeah. time. Yeah. How how are they doing bringing that forward? I liked it. Uh, okay. You know, obviously this is all just Midgar, so they get a lot of time to just sit there and belabor every character, every point. You to be like, oh, this is this person's backstory. This is this person's backstory. Okay, we're going back to this place again. We're figuring out what the slums were like here and what are they like here. And there's side quest stuff that wasn't there before. The side quest stuff is largely, you know, throwaway story stuff, not very substantive in the story mm. department. Uh, but you get to kind of witness what life was like in Midgar more so than you did in Final Fantasy VII, just a little bit. I think they did a really good job in Final Fantasy VII of giving that in the original. Yeah. Given that kind of feel yeah. of what Midgar was like and kind of what it was all about. But here you get to sit there for 40 hours in the same spot in, you know, technology-driven dystopia and fighting robot bosses over and over. Mm. So, Monsters, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. Robot Bosters. Okay. You're right. Hey. That was a mistake. <laughs> uh, how uh how's all of the the this this extra background stories and stuff like mm. that that you get out of all of these side characters who die within like the first 20 minutes of the actual game yeah. or the original game? So it feels like what you're with Jesse and the other folks for a longer period of time and you're Gibson like, Wedge. Yep. Yeah. Avalanche. Avalanche. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're with them longer. That's absolutely correct. And I ended up really liking Jesse. Hmm. So 
that's my fault. Donkey thinks she's annoying, and that's okay. <laughs> we can all have our own tastes. Yeah. Is she best I really like Jesse. Uh, she was probably my best grill. Okay. Uh, but I think a lot of the characters, they're likable, they're fun, they're enjoyable. I think they nailed Barrett to an extent. I mean, he is a very one-note character because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just Barrett in Midgar for 40 hours, you know. That's <laughs> it's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. You're getting him putting the sunglasses on, and that's, like, <laughs> so, so much of this... The, the the demo the demo of this video game the first like hour and a half that make a reactor section genius like the, putting that out as a demo is yeah. like a stroke of genius that sold that game for me and immediately after I got done with that section in the main game I was like oh, okay here we are this isn't this isn't really the game anymore this isn't really Final Fantasy 7 anymore and now I'm walking down the city and then I'm fighting this other robot boss that wasn't in the original game, or it was just a regular enemy in the original game, and they blew it out into a boss fight. Hmm. And then there is new story stuff. There is a like, there's some pretty meaningful additions in the story department. There's like a new mystery kind of at the center of the game, and there's uh there's some weird stuff going on hmm. in Midgar, and uh, it involves like these weird specter ghost things that show up. And then they're just kind of like screwing with stuff all the time. And those things are very frustrating. It is very Nomura-y in the sense that it's never entirely explained. It's very vague and hand-wavy. And it's also very plot convenient whenever it needs to be. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's Nomura and, you know, head shake trials of mana anime to a T, I'd imagine. (laughs) That sounds really cool. Yeah, and there's Gross. like how do you how do you end a video game that ends after the first ten hours of the previous you know of the eighty hour game that you're remaking? Yeah, they tried. Yeah, and I mean once you actually figure out what the heck is happening, it's kind of neat, and you kind of realize it's really the only way they could have ended it. Is it but... with a sick ass motorcycle chase? Ah, mm. yes. That's another unfortunate thing is that I would see trailer footage and then I would be like, oh, I remember that section. Yeah. And then I'm playing the game and I'm like, oh, this is the end of the game. And it was in the trailer. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. Hmm. Uh, how much do they do like wink, you know? Like how much is it like wink, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> how much is it like wink? there's quite a bit of that okay there's a good amount of that especially at the ending there's a heck of a lot of that okay uh towards like the lead up to the end there's like borderline look in the camera huh isn't it weird that that happened kind of thing okay do and is there like room in the first little village you're in where you go and there's like people telling you how to play the game tutorial room full of people like do they reference the weirdness that was in the original or is it that's a good this is a serious game now for anime fans. <laughs> it's a serious game for anime fans. Ah. But they also put in the Honeybee Inn, and they completely yeah. revamped it with a dance section that involves quick time button presses. I heard about this. What? Lots of yeah. cross-dressing. Thank you. Oh, yes. oh. Yep. Okay. Of both varieties? Uh, hmm. Nope, just how... the one. Not interesting. That's okay, though. How? That... Okay. 
I was going to ask how they handled that, because I actually heard not as badly as you would think in 2020. And <laughs> I was also kind of curious as to how they handled some of the weirder Final Fantasy VII-isms with, mm, like, mini-games and stuff like that. Uh... I don't think we're at the dolphin part yet, but in that same vein, there <laughs> yeah. were a lot of weirder, like, side things happening in mini-games that were more cartoony and stuff like that. Yes. How does that translate to to 40-hour... Yeah. serious edgy this that's a very good question i'm very glad you asked the minigame question because there are definitely mini games in final fantasy 7 remake and they are definitely the way they were in original final fantasy 7 <laughs> where they're one-off stupid things where you're just okay. sitting there and it's wasting time but they last just short enough that you can completely forget about it as soon as you're done with them Except for one section where they add in like a metal arm thing where you have to use metal arms to slowly lift and move Aerith through rubble. And that Sucks. lasts that lasts a little too long because it's like, okay, uh. rotate arm counterclockwise. Oh, no, actually, I wanted to move it clockwise. And then you got to stop it so that you can lower the hand down to her. And then you got to press the button to lift the hand up once she's on it and then move it back over, put it down, push the button again. You got to do that like four times. I'm buying a copy right now. Yeah, but then there's also a mini game where you, you there's a valve and you got to turn the valve off. But then you can you you got to tap the button real fast and then hit the button when the when the when the gauge okay. goes goes inside okay. the the range. You know, that was in the original. I love that. There you go. Hmm. So there are mini games. They're okay. Dumb. Okay. But so were Final Fantasy sevens. Yes, absolutely. How's the cartoonier stuff? Ooh, so they, there is some added cartoonier stuff, which oh, I like yeah. a lot. So, well, like, towards the beginning, you run into this crazy anime motorcycle dude who's, like, ballerina dancing on his motorcycle, and he's like, I want to fight you, Cloud. <laughs> and then Cloud's like, what the heck? And he's like, soldier. And then, like, uh, you, you, you defeat him on the motorcycle, and he's like, I'm going to get you. And then... Uh, <laughs> You move on, and then he does get the one-on-one -on -one fight with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, fight me, Cloud. And then you fight the crap out of him. And I'm like, yes, I like this. Or there's a, recurring, there's a recurring trio of bandit characters that are a lot of fun because they think they're way better than they really are. And after you beat them, they're still alive on the ground, and they're like, don't move. You might see we're still alive. It's great. <laughs> sounds like anime video game to me. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm, Check. I'm on board for this, yeah. Yep, yep. But there's, uh, there's only like two instances of that. Uh, instances of that, unfortunately. I wish there were more. Okay. But they were they they were pleasant. What about okay? So then, how do they handle the 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 cross dressing stuff? Because mm. I feel like that is one of the parts that maybe feel really dated back in 1997, considering oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where we are now as a culture and society <laughs> and whatnot. And, and how it's i guess it's just I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not they handle it with any kind of ounce of actual respect or if it's still kind of like a gimmicky joke piece hmm. that's a good question i i feel inadequately uh qualified to completely answer that question but as oh. a straight white heterosexual male wait i can say wait. <laughs> Are you saying you're not woke enough to answer Michael's question? That, <laughs> I'm not. That what... <laughs> I am not. Guys, we need to end this podcast. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Buffet shut well, down. I'm just curious because it feels like one of the things that age may be very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether or not how, how that's handled in 2020. Yeah. 
I think I think they did a great job with it. I like how okay. the conversation changed from uh, before this game came out. Like, are they really going to do cross-dressing section? There's no way that's not happening in a video game in the you know 2020s or late 2010s. That's not going to happen. And then they say we're going to have it, and then the conversation becomes, oh boy, they're really going to goof that up. And then in the game, it's just like this glorious, wonderful, you know, dressing Cloud up as a girl, and Aerith is sitting in the booth and clapping and being like, yeah, you go, Cloud. And he's a freaking good dancer, man. I wish I could dance that good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, Dude makes makes Cloud look real pretty, man. I mean, I'd cosplay okay. as cross-dressing okay. Cloud any day. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Okay. And then, okay. Uh, Fools Don Corneo, and then he acts as a tough guy, and Don Corneo loves that, man. He's like, get away from me, you piece of crap. And he's, he throws in, this game is full of Shadow the Hedgehog-esque dams. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, damn, get away from me, you damn piece of dirty filth. Okay. And then Corneo's like, ooh. And then uh, okay. it's great. It's great. <laughs> that matches my memories of the original. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, hmm. so how without being too spoilery where where do we end in this is it just like the end of midgar on the, the yep. highway and stuff is that yep. the the climax exactly yep yep it's okay. uh get out of midgar and the video game huh so what what's the Weird. path forward here the what Hmm. I don't know. I am confounded <laughs> okay. as to what the heck they're supposed to do for a supposed Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, if that's what they call it. Because right. this game, you know, takes place in a city, and that makes it like, like this dilapidated city where there's ruins everywhere. And so they can railroad you down these tiny little hallways where you can't move left and right more than like two inches. Oh, the train. The train's back. I love it. Just like in Midgar, that's that's how Final <laughs> Fantasy VII starts. The pizza the train scene, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have no idea how they're going to handle this section where now this is where the video game gave you the whole open world and yeah, you could only really go to one place, but you'd have to cross the desert to fight the big snake thingy or to sure. get away from the big uh, snake thingy yeah. by riding the chocobo, and then things just kind of open up from there. You're going to a bunch of different locations, and I have no idea. Hmm. what <laughs> what they're gonna do they have their work they, cut out for them that's for sure are they doing this with just two parts or are there supposed to be more i think at two? least three at least three okay i think so we can't do this you guys this can't be the way forward for video games is hobbitizing every single old video Man. game <laughs> i just want to put uh, that out there that's please uh, please Square no. Enix just strikes me as so short-sighted i feel like they don't always <laughs> think these things through yeah the kingdom hearts lasted what 20 years and then they finally got around to three after teasing it yeah. like five six eight years beforehand they had a little teaser at an e3 and they're like okay we're working on it we're working on it and then yeah. they do the final fantasy 13 thing and they do the whole blowout they're like the fabula nova crystallis we're doing a whole saga guys you guys are gonna freaking love it it's gonna be all about the crystals it's gonna be amazing right. and then they make three final fantasy 13 games and then they're like we're working on versus 13 we're working on yeah. it here's a gameplay trailer you guys are gonna love it and then five years later they're like ah it's it's, it's final fantasy 15 now yeah. exactly and yeah. then it's like okay is that ever gonna come out and then they still spin their wheels. It's it's bizarre because yeah. this this Final Fantasy VII remake does strike me as incredibly short sighted. I don't know so, where they're going to go from there. So are we also supposed to expect that 
the the next part of this is also going to be in development hell for the next 10 years probably that we're I not going to see part two until <laughs> we're like at a playstation eight or nine yeah i'm fine with that cool okay uh cool. That's good. That feels good. They do this to themselves every time. Yeah. Like when they had that Final Fantasy VII demo on the PS3, pre-rendered demo, and that's what planted the remake oh, seed in everyone's it. head. And they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, they're remaking Final Fantasy VII on the PS3. When are we getting it? And then they're like, ah, it's not happening, guys. And then everyone's like, well, when are we getting it? And, they, you know, they announce these things, they plant the seed, and then they're just like, ah, we're working on it, we're working on it. And they do that for years. It's insane. How are these people still alive? I, How are developers still alive working on these video games? don't know. It was crazy to think about. Do you remember there was an E3 or something where they flashed the Final Fantasy VII logo <laughs> yeah. and it was like, it's coming to phones or yeah, something. It was yeah. just, oh, no. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, so it. then how do you think they fill the dead air in between releases <laughs> who knows because like like release a kingdom hearts mobile spinoff oh hell God, yeah, yeah dude they will do yep. hd remasters of final fantasy 13 obviously <laughs> <laughs> they did a we brought troy zero. baker in to re-record all his lines <laughs> added mini games jeez Hmm. They got it right. They've done ten, yeah, ten, got, two. They've done back, twelve. Oh, they've Zodiac done seven, eight, age. nine. Uh, what Final Fantasy would you want them to give this treatment to? Oh, hmm, that's or hard. none. None is a viable answer. Yeah, probably yeah. none. Uh, okay. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be one I haven't played yet. Because that makes me sad. Wow. But, yeah. Playing through Final Fantasy VI, Stab me in the heart, Christian. Like back in the day, (laughs) yeah. Playing through Final Fantasy VI, uh, that was very like eye opening for me because there's these sprites, right? But they are entirely like (laughs) palatable. In 2020, sprite art I find still incredibly palatable, and way more so than the weird, gross Lego looking people in Final Fantasy VII. Okay. So. Like, while I'm playing Final Fantasy VI, I can just imagine in my mind's eye, like, what a fully rendered 3D version of that would look like. And that that version of it probably looks 100 times better than an actual live rendered video game would look. So, I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay. You almost were, like, in my viewpoint for a second, and then you kind of swerved at the end. Ooh, okay. What's your uh, viewpoint? Hit me with it. Well, just that these games exist and they had an artistic... Yeah. force behind them and then they are replaced by a different artistic vision mm-hmm. in the popular consciousness and then it's like okay like i don't need that like that's yeah. what's happening with final fantasy 7 right here yeah. as we speak and it's mm-hmm. like okay it's fine but like from a visual standpoint or from uh a... i just don't want to know what final fantasy 9 looks like remade in unreal engine is what i'm mm-hmm. saying and mm-hmm. we don't need it because that game looks good in your mind you see, that's why my answer would be Final Fantasy thirteen. Mm. See, that one I would be okay with, though. Because that game's awesome. And then you make it even awesomer with ghosts from the future, dude. <laughs> okay? Okay. Yeah. See, Michael, yeah. yes. they're all in crystals, you see, and then they get this tattoo on their arm, right? And then they're in the foul sea uh, or something. Yeah, and, and then there's this... Pulseless sea. <laughs> pulseless sea, yeah. And, and then there's find the... their focus. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they have to fulfill their focus or they'll turn into crystal. 
Right, right. Troy Baker's on a on a on a, He's on a motorcycle. Yes, uh, he says, yeah. "Come on, yeah." You, you see, killed my mom. Yep, hope. Yeah. <laughs> hope doesn't like snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a problem? That game's so absurd. Whatever. Uh, it is kind of a character that talks like this the entire time. <laughs> ah. Hi, uh, Tucker. She is a strong, independent woman, Michael, and I won't <laughs> the smirch of Neil's <laughs> character that, in this. That feels place. like a weird everything. Anyway, what if Shawit and Vanille were in a room and they talked like this to each other? The <laughs> quite engaging conversation. Shawit, um, how are you doing? <laughs> I it just it feels like that game is so bonkers, and I would love a a, a, a revisionist attempt yes. at it. Yes, like a person cool. who knows what they're doing comes in. And yeah, exactly. Says, no, no, no. Cut out all this stuff. Pulselessy. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy that they went from like, this guy's named Hope. And then in Final Fantasy XV, they're like, no, no, these are just anime characters. Again, we we got rid of that aspect <laughs> yeah. of this. <laughs> I don't know. Her name is Lightning. Mm. It's like Cloud, you see. <laughs> Squall. Are you with us? Squall Leonhart? Oh, this is stupid. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, you played every Gears of War game. Wait, Michael, did you have any more Final Fantasy? No, no, no. I think we got... We, 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 okay. We're there. We're good. Uh, we're good. Gears of War. Yeah. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, shit. Hey, now. Oh, come on, Michael. What are you doing? Swearing. That's my Marcus Phoenix. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Thank it's you. Pretty good. Uh, how how that how's that? I like that. Okay. I am a Gears of War <laughs> fan now. I like Gears oh, of no. War. <laughs> the, the part we couldn't see the dark ending, right? Yep. Like, this is the dark middle chapter, right, of the trilogy. Is that mm. this would end with Christian playing Funko Pop Gears of War on his yeah. phone? <laughs> Like, oh, Christian, that's cool. You're playing Gears of War. And then, no, someone should have stopped him. Yep. We couldn't have known. Oh, I don't know. I think it's really cool that we're only a couple of months into 2020, and now Christian's the certified Gears of War guy. Funko Pop. In this podcast. <gasps> Funko Pop. Would you, Christian, say Funko Pop Gears of War is better than any Gears of War game? Uh no, I can't say okay. that. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Even garbage. judgment. Even judgment. <laughs> Even judgment. Wow. Gears okay. Pop is bad. Don't play okay. it, please. Okay. What is it? Is it like a It's Clash Royale. You ever play Clash Royale? No. Okay. I'll so it's like a pseudo mobile <laughs> tower defense, right? There's two lanes and you deploy troops in one of the two lanes and then you try and destroy <laughs> the other team's <laughs> turrets, Wait. right? Wait. Yeah. Christian describing cra- Clash Royale to Michael is maybe the the low point of this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm We've sorry. hit rock bottom. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, I'm glad to be a, yeah. a, a catalyst for this. I have always pictured <laughs> on, myself at rock bottom. So On the road to a Funko Pop Gears of War game. <laughs> but please continue. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, so you, you deploy the troops, okay. and then uh, the troops fight each other, and then uh, you, you get energy, and the energy charges up, and you spend the energy to deploy the troops during a match. 
And then after you win enough matches, you get loot boxes. And in the loot boxes, you get little uh, characters. And the characters uh, translate into tokens. And then you can use the tokens to level up the troops that you can deploy on the battlefield in order to fight your adversaries. <laughs> Conquer so, your adversaries. So, is it this, but it's all a bunch of Gears of War characters, only they're all Funko Pops? Yes. What? <laughs> it's awful. Uh, uh, we've strayed from the light. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the icon looking like? Oh, it's game? Marcus Phoenix's face as a Funko Pop. Hell yeah. <laughs> holding a lancer. Yeah, he does. Do-ray oh no, Marcus he's not Phoenix? holding the lancer. He's got his head tilted to the side in a chibi anime motion. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! Okay, yeah. that sounds pretty Whenever good. Whenever you deploy him, he does, like, the pitch shift. And, let's go, let's go. Awesome. <laughs> the cool train runs in. Oh, green, baby, woo. Yep. So, so is it just, like, cute little Funko Pop characters? But are they doing the Gears of War thing? So it's, like, they're charging at each other with, machi- <laughs> with like, chainsaws at the end of their machine guns <laughs> yep, and stuff? Yeah, and... yep. except instead of like... blood, their heads just pop off and they go. That's kind of cute. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> That's all right. Huh. Yeah. Why does this exist? I don't know. Uh, but actual game, good? Good. Here's good. What? Shoot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. How are we feeling about the fiction at the end of this whole thing, mm. Christian? That's kind of where I'm... That's mm. where I'm most invested. Fiction? Is it is it as big a shift after three as I feel like it is? Or after judgment, I guess, or whatever. However that works. Two, yeah. four. Is four a shift? Yeah. It absolutely okay. is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a shift. Hmm. A good shift? Bad shift? I shift. enjoyed that shift quite a bit. Okay. okay. That's good. Hmm. Michael, where did you hop off the Gears train? Oh, I cut baby? off at three. I feel okay. like I got my, my mileage in on three. Okay. Like, I really liked it. From a mul- I enjoyed the multiplayer a lot, but yeah. I don't... And in hindsight, I couldn't tell you anything that happened in the plot. So, mm-hmm. giant worm. No, no, that's someone beforehand. Oh, the, I'm sorry. The, oh, you're saying three? Worm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, three. Okay, yeah. sure. Two is more in my memory, and I fell asleep towards the end of that one <laughs> when my friend finished the game. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, okay. Christian, you didn't fall asleep at all playing Gears of War series. I did not. Surprisingly, no. Okay, okay. Not even Gears Tactics, the newest game from Coalition. Not even Gears Game Tactics. Pass? Yeah. Okay. Not even okay. in Gears Tactics, even though okay. I would completely be able to fall asleep between turns because the game waits for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. What? Okay. What is Gears Tactics? Gears Tactics is XCOM as a Gears of War video game. Minus what? some of the minus some of the crazy stuff. Like the base management and like the overworld stuff and choose which country you want to defend right now none of that stuff's there it's just campaign but yeah huh does does that does gears even translate to that at all that's how does that work i guess that seems such a like such a weird Mm, they're they're like there's like they juxtapose more than they would would get along in my mind okay yeah 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 what I enjoy so much about Gears Tactics, as someone who is fresh off of playing through six Gears games, 
is how well all of the Gears stuff works in a turn-based tactics game. I mean, Why? in large swaths, it makes sense. It's a cover shooter, and that's what XCOM is. You tell your guys to go up to the wall, they go behind the wall, and then they get the defensive you know, boost, and then you tell them to pop over the wall or pop up to shoot some guy and then go back behind the wall. And that's what you do when you're not playing the Gears of War games on the hardest difficulty, which I did for all of them, except right. for Gears Tactics. So... That makes sense. And then, like, all of the enemy types make sense. Like, you got the creepy crawlies that'll run right towards you, and they're fast, and they're short. And so those guys work really well in a tactics setting because you got to switch up your, you know, tactics when you're fighting <laughs> things that can run at you really right. fast. That's why they call it that. Mm-hmm. Versus a locust, a regular locust trooper that's got the hammer burst rifle. And they can sit back a little bit because they got that burst fire. You know, they can just kind of sit there and burst burst at you from a distance. And then you got the snipers, the long shot locusts. And they kind of throw a long, a long range element into things. So you kind of have to contend with that. And then you've also got the boom shots where the very slow, big tanky guys that have to get kind of close to you but once they do they can obliterate you with their grenade launchers or boom shots for you oh. gears of war veterans Ooh, <laughs> i know what that is yeah oh, boy. and then you've got like the the like necromancer guys or whatever i forgot what they're called but they do the buff the, thing yeah 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 they buff them all and then they're all all the troops are harder to kill and then it sucks so yeah, it works surprisingly well. And there's little things in there like uh, in the Gears games, when you kill a troop, it might just be downed instead of actually being dead. And that will make them able to be revived by another assailant. And that continues over into Gears Tactics. But when a downed enemy is there, they become an opportunity rather than an annoyance as they are in the previous Gears games. Because in this one, in Gears Tactics, if they are downed, you can go up to them and chainsaw their heads off or bayonet stab their heads off in order to give all of your teammates an extra turn. And that can swing the tide of a battle into your favor in this Tactics turn-based Gears of War video game available now on Game Pass. PC. For PC only. That's correct. That's crazy to me. This feels like I, this seems so console yeah. friendly from what it, I was <laughs> When Gears Tactics was announced, I was baffled. I had not played a Gears game, and I was like, huh, they're really sending that thing out to die. Yeah. Because that is like, to me, that's just appealing to a niche of a niche. You are appealing to the people who are right. Gears fans, but also are okay with playing a tactics game and might actually like that thing, but also aren't solely on the Xbox platform and have a PC competent enough to run a modern Gears game. Right. Who is that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I yeah, played yeah. through six Gears games just so I could figure out what the heck it was, and I'm yeah. pleasantly surprised by what it Aww. is. Hmm. Do you think in 10 years we're going to have like the Halo Wars people who are like, man, Gears Tactics was crazy cool. <laughs> And then no one else knows what yeah, they're talking about. Probably. I would okay. not doubt that being the case. But, okay, cool. I mean, like back in the day when I played through the, what was it, Halo 1, 2, 3, ODST 4, yeah, okay. and Reach yeah. over the course of a summer, I was like, okay, I mean, I liked Halo 1, and Halo 2 was fine, and Halo 3 was all right, and then I can just Are be done me? with that now. And yeah. then... Uh, I had no, you know, inkling or inclination to be in that universe anymore. 
to seek oh, out okay. any of the spinoffs like Halo Wars or the Spartan twin stick shooter things. But in oh. Gears, man, I'm like, yeah. yeah, give me that tactics game. Give me more Gears. I want Weird. more. I'm here for it. Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. Huh. Hmm. The thing you just said is still working its way through. It's like uh, on uh, Price is Right where they drop the little ball and then it has to go between all the pegs mm-hmm. and it hasn't like hit Plinko? the bottom yet. <laughs> yeah. This uh, idea is still plinkoing its way through my brain. It's, it's warming its way through your brain. Uh, it's gu- guilt, guilty sp- spark. spark. 343 Industries. Okay. Um, so... Uh- Wait, is there's a Gears 6 coming down the chute, right? I'd assume so. Gears 5 absolutely sets up, sets the stage for another entry. Mm. Ooh. And there's a Halo 6. Mm -hmm. Sure. Infinite. Okay. Soft reboot exclamation point? Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I feel like that universe is in a place where it can't go anywhere else. So. If it's just Destiny, I'm leaving. (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing. I love that. Uh, hmm. I, I don't. Michael, you're gonna have to talk about any more gear stuff. I'm sorry. I just don't That's have okay. any. Do you feel as though you're missing out on anything? on ray the the multiplayer? Because ah, for me, ooh. that was such an important part of the experience. Which is, do you, do you think that that's do you think you missed out on something with that? Or I guess, have you, were you able to kind of tap into that at all with at least Gears 5? Or That was a great question, Michael. Very good question. I would say I absolutely feel like I've been missing out on something because, you know, I played through Gears 1, 2, and uh, for the most part, 3, and Judgment, where I don't even touch multiplayer at all, and it's in the menu, and I click on it, and it's like, there is one person playing right now. And I'm like, okay, Ooh. poor guy. I guess you made that decision for me, and I'm just mm. going to move on. Mm. So definitely, and it's weird, because, you know, I burned through these six games in a few days, whereas right. Gears 3, for some people, is their Xbox 360 killer app, Everlasting Gobstopper. They were going back to that thing day in, day out, every week. Yeah hitting it up, playing with their friends, playing some Horde, then diving into some multiplayer maybe, jumping in and out of some campaign with each other because it was all cooperative. You could play with your friends and everything. That would be crazy. That would be awesome. But instead, I'm just here, you know, evaluating being a single person sitting there in his living room with the lights off, playing through six Gears games for some reason and being like, well, that one sucked. Time to move on to the next (laughs) one. Yeah. Uh, What... Because that's that's what's stuck out to me. Because when you talked about this in in our Discord chat and stuff like that, it it, it was interesting to hear. Because you were pretty cold on on three, weren't you? Yeah, not my favorite. Probably my second least favorite of the main. Right. Games. I'm assuming the least favorite was Judgment because yep. no one likes Judgment. I so. don't like Judgment. Uh, I do. <laughs> Someone has to. It's the Final uh, Fantasy Thirteen of Gears games. Oh, it's just boy. interesting. Do you think? Do you think that playing through these games the way that you have, you've been kind of able to see, you know, what they've added with subsequent subsequent games? Like you see the new weapons and stuff they put mm-hmm. in, new mechanics if they add new mechanics, really. And do you think you could 
I guess, do you think by applying those into the multiplayer realms that would have maybe changed your opinion how you felt about some of these games? That's possible. Do you, do you kind of understand that, like, the question? I don't know if I'm being clear with that. No, totally. Like, if if I went back and played through all of the Call of Duty campaigns and that was it, mm-hmm. I would not see the Call of Duty games the same way as I do today. That is for sure. sure. And I think that's sure. absolutely the case with the Gears franchise. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, hmm. The versions you played, are those Xbox One specific versions? They are not. So, Gears of War 1 was the Xbox One exclusive version. Okay. Uh, that was Gears of War Ultimate Ooh. Edition, which was the like remaster thing they made. Right. Uh, my understanding is that it's largely the same. They, I think they gussied up some of the cutscenes, some of the visuals. Mm. But it's still all brown. It's still yeah. all gray. Yeah. So, I think the color palette still definitely translated. And I think yeah. it was largely... <laughs> it looked like know. dirt still. Yeah, exactly. I okay. think it was largely a similar experience to the original. And I played that on Xbox One. One of the main reasons why I got an Xbox One was to play through the Gears stuff because Xbox One is or Xbox 360 is the only place to play through Gears 2 and 3. Uh, hmm. But thanks to backwards compatibility, you can play through Gears of War 2 and 3 on your Xbox One. Yes. And it has Xbox One enhancements. Yes. So that sucker cranks up the native resolution. Oh, really? Yes, it renders that same old Xbox 360 game at a higher resolution for your modern gaming pleasure. And those games look surprisingly great, surprisingly good in 2020. Hmm. And uh, go ahead. What I'm squeaking my way towards here is we could possibly do like a horde mode night, huh? Mm. Like a Gold Gears 2 parte or something? Yeah. I have one of those games. (gasps) Possibly three. (gasps) Or two and three. I don't actually know. (gasps) There was a farm or something. Anyway, uh, I would be down for that. That sounds all right. Me as well. I played with Kyle once. Ooh. The good old days. I brought that team down. (laughs) Let me tell you. Hmm. Does uh, no multiplayer and tactics, huh? No, and that is very strange because, you know, this is the first Gears game I've played where there isn't multiplayer. And it is weird because it's just boot the game up. There's the one option. You play the campaign. That's it. (laughs) Select your difficulty and boom. Yeah. And I can understand why some people would not like that because some of the Gears crowd aren't the campaign crowd, obviously. Some of them are like, give me some Horde, give me some multiplayer. And that's where a lot of the, you know, happy, warm, fuzzy memories are associated. So releasing a Gears game where it's just the campaign and it's 25 hours long might not gel well with the Gears of War crowd, or at least some of them, which also makes this thing seem like another bonkers, you know, business proposition. (laughs) I don't know who the audience is for it. It also seems like a weird call for the strategy game crowd. I feel like multiplayer strategy, multiplayer is at least part of the draw for strategy games. Like you want to totally like, I don't, it's weird anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I think the X, why like the early XCOM or like the XCOM reboot might've gotten away with it. I don't know if that has multiplayer or not. It might have multiplayer, but I think the way it got away with it was that there was just like so many possible branching paths and so many different ways to approach a campaign because you got this whole world map and you got to choose, you got to make decisions like every 
every 10 minutes you got to make a new decision and that completely changes the way the rest of the game is going to play out whereas gears tactics it's do the story mission and then now you have to do a side mission here so pick the side mission you want to do and then okay now you can do the next story mission very linear which is weird yeah. for a game like this yeah hmm. i see the way people talk about that first xcom reboot uh People love that game. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, in a way that I don't see people talk about a lot of other games. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like in ten years that's going to be like heralded as like this mm-hmm. crazy classic game. But mm-hmm. uh, do you think? Actually, do you think yeah. that's partly because of the fact that XCOM was initially going to get rebooted as a third-person shooter, and then oh. the internet got really mad about it, and so they canceled <laughs> it and made the actual reboot that was like original XCOM. I Wait, they were going to reboot it as a third-person shooter? It looks so cool. <laughs> I was so into it. They they still put it out. Yeah. But it was terrible. Yeah. They, the like, Bureau. changed it all. That yeah. first E3 trailer of that XCOM third-person shooter was so cool. Yeah. I was in love with that game. And then, and then no. And then I was <laughs> wrong, I guess, or something. But I wish that had come out. That looks so cool. Yeah. It was like 50s Twin Peaks sci-fi like X-Files. Yeah, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was like, but it was like yeah, it was like 50s. It was like farmhouses and stuff and like weird alien stuff going on. I was into it, dude. Yeah. It was very uh post BioShock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we can do story in our shooter campaign. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> what? So I was into it, but it was not to be. They did come out with a, an XCOM third-person shooter. Yep. You don't hear people talk about that game. Did you touch it at all? Um, no, but nope. I've seen I've seen some footage and yeesh. Yeah. That's crazy, because that's like a bad Gears clone. And here we <laughs> yeah. are talking about Gears XCOM. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. The Coalition must know what they're doing, man. Yeah, it seems like uh, you've liked all of their stuff quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, Gears 4 is my favorite Gears campaign. Hmm, I like that. Which I was not anticipating at all. My understanding yeah. is Gears 4 is the one that's like the Halo 4, where it's like, why did you give this franchise to these other developers, <laughs> and why are you, you know, making, why, why are you dragging man? this corpse along to try and milk as much money as you can? And I'm just sitting here being know. like, oh, I like this. Colors. <laughs> yeah, this sucker runs like a dream on my PC. Nice. Nice. You got to shoot the engines on the plane. Yes. And do a your lot. Fast and Furious thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are approaching, I think, closing time here at the XP bar in and tavern, gentlemen. Mm, yes. As much My as cranberry. I am getting full on cranberry juice. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Where did this uh, Christian. Would you like to, uh, is there anything you would like to close out the buffet with as we say goodbye here? Uh, played through a full game on Stadia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guilt. Oh, weird. With a controller. Because yes. Stadia on keyboard and mouse feels bad. Okay. Um, don't do Stadia with <laughs> keyboard ominous. and mouse. Okay, sure. Uh, Done. Played Guilt with a controller. Worked pretty well. Okay. Pretty enjoyable game. Worth okay. free. Worth free? Hmm. Okay. Just like okay. rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Worth free. <laughs> uh, how rhyme is it, would you say? Not very rhyme. Okay. 
It's, uh, it's uh, environmental puzzle solving okay. uh, horror-esque sort of kids game, but it gets kind of creepy. It gets pretty screwed okay. up. Okay. Uh, then the second half, and then uh, it verged into Psychonauts territory a little bit. Ooh. But Ooh. it's it's more like uh, just like plays it more straight. Okay. And then they they quickly you know backpedal and they're like, okay, we're we're still doing the creepy kid thing. Because we're a Spanish studio and we like that. Right. Is it uh, is it a metaphor for guilt? This game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. Video games are cool, you guys. Uh, yeah. No, they're art. Her sister you... <laughs> gets bullied, you see, and she didn't uh-huh. speak up. She, but okay. she she didn't participate in the bullying, but she did not speak up on behalf okay. of her younger cousin, not her okay. sister, her younger cousin. So it's like the plot of a Hey Arnold episode or something. Mm-hmm. And awesome dude. Follows her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you see this coming to other platforms at some point? Or is I think it's no supposed good? to. I don't know for sure. Because this thing was, I'm pretty sure, was funded by Stadia. And there's like yeah, a big old yeah. special thanks to Stadia in the credits. But hopefully it does. Gross. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is a very dark game. And dark stuff doesn't look the best when it's a right. compressed streamed video so absolutely yeah that's interesting yep hmm. uh yeah you don't want a lot of like confetti games or snowing yeah. games yeah yep. that yeah. don't work <laughs> okay uh fireworks um i feel like they put this game out to die i mean yeah they don't really advertise you can play guilt on stadia no it's like yeah, you can play Serious Sam Collection. Is mm-hmm. what I've heard. You can Oof. play uh, Thumper. That's cool. Yeah, hmm. I like Thumper a lot, One and I S ranked all of the first chapter pretty nice. easily. But I do not have high hopes for how the response time would do in future stages. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, huh. Michael, thoughts. No, I got nothing the else. The future, the future of video yeah. games is before us. I have a Google oh, phone. This, this is the future <gasps> of video phone. games. So can I play Guilt on my phone right yes. now? Yes. Sick. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Uh, it would probably look better, but you also probably couldn't read anything. Uh, mm. Mm. There's a better version of me that's better looking, but you can't can't read anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> You guys, this has been the XP Bar. Uh, this was a jam-packed episode, I feel. This feels like yeah. it went on for three hours, but uh, no, under two. We did it. No good. Now go out. I, I don't know how my character sounded at the beginning of this. It's a new Hello. lap record. <laughs> it's a new lap Rolling start. It's a rolling end to this episode. Thank you, Michael. Of course. Yes. Hi. Thank you, Christian. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. Uh, Join us next time when we'll talk about uh, what are we? What? What? What do you plan to talk about next episode, Michael? Well, I hope to actually cover a little more ground in Yakuza and have a bit more of a fully formed opinion of it, other than it's fun punching dudes and playing karaoke mini games. Word. Which it is true, but right. Sean can attest. Uh, Christian, what's yes. on what's on your radar? Uh, uh, crippling 
uh, existential crisis. Happiness. Um, oh. Maybe what it feels like to play through Final Fantasy VII Remake in its entirety on the hard difficulty. <laughs> maybe what Yakuza Kiwami 2 is like. Okay. Mm. We'll see. I will play through Twilight of Mana six times to get the trophy associated with each playthrough. See you then. Boy Kicker! Five Vanille from Final Fantasy Switching. <laughs> I got a remake and you didn't. <laughs> well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. XP bar.